Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about the mindset on how to manage a million dollars or more. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. I'm Philip Washington Jr., your regular host. And before I get into the topic, and this this story is going to be related, you know, my oldest is entering, you know, the middle school age, and I'm 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 nor- I'm starting to see that normal, you know, pull of pull of peer pressure, and you know, because that's the age where you know you're trying to trying to figure things out, and and we've all you know been through the the process where, especially if you're like athletic or um, uh, you know or, or whatever, like you stand out in some way, right? Then then you wake up one day and you end up attracting uh, attention from the cool crowd, you know, and and you experience all the emotions and thoughts that. Uh, that awaken the ego within you, uh, and and that and that pull gets stronger. And what happens is, if you know what 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 I believe, my wife and I have done a really good job of is giving them a good center of gravity. You know, which we're still p- pouring into and working on them, but they have a really good uh, sense of gravity. You know, both of my boys, you know, are like me and my wife walk going to walk to the beat of their own drum. They're human, so they'll you know experience the pull or whatever. But um, but you 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 also look back and you notice that that there were people uh, when they uh, experienced attention from the cool crowd or they wanted attention from the cool crowd, they would do things. You know, I call it like uh, uh, get lost in space, right? Or they would just kind of float uh, and get pushed and pulled around by you know whatever outside circumstance pushed and pulled them around versus being true to like their center of gravity. And while I'm, while I'm telling that story is that's a lot like what I experienced as a wealth manager when somebody, you know, has a million dollars liquid, right? Cause it's one thing to, you know, make a million dollars. That's, that's a pretty good milestone. Uh, it's a, it's another good milestone to be worth a million dollars, but it's a, you enter a special realm of, of, a place when you have a, a, a million dollars of, of of liquid assets, right? I mean, it it opens up a just the world treats you a lot different, you know. Um, I talked in a previous episode about like, you know, you're 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 really rich when you got twenty five million liquid, but a million liquid is when, you know, when you just start getting a little bit of attention from the quote unquote cool crowd uh, of the world, and doors begin to open, you know. And this is and this is like. Where if you if you in the beginning or at this stage don't develop a good center of gravity, you know a, a lot of folks never make it to twenty five million, to ten million, to a hundred million, right? And I'm and I'm saying a lot of folks that say, say they want to make it there and don't get it there because that when they get that million, right? Uh, the only way to get to the ten million, twenty five million, hundred million, wherever you want to go, 
is to have a center of gravity, right? Because here, here's here's how it actually plays out. Like you, the the emotions that come upon you can 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 slow your wealth progress or or destroy it, right? You end up getting, you know, you start once you have the status, you're like, oh, I don't want to lose my status. So what do other cool people with a million dollars do? You know, um, and, and I'll explain that in a second. The other other emotion that you deal with is 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 greed, right? You start to want what other have. Oh, you know, I have a million and that's cool, right? Um, but man, that person has 10 million, right? You begin to lust after other people's lifestyles and what they got and what they do, which creates all sorts of problems. Um, and then pride, right? You know, you become uh, too smart, you know, for the, you know, for the, for the simpleton type of strategies. Let me give examples of each one, right? So fear of losing your status, you know, is you begin to think, okay, I got a million, you know, I, you know, these other people that I'm friends with that have 10, 20, 30 million, you know, uh, they invest in, you know, all these things. I don't want to name anything, pick on anything, but they, they start investing in all these things that I really don't understand. And it's probably fancy in a facade and it's not how I built my million, but I feel like if I want to keep my status, I got to do what other people do without understanding it, which is like a terrible idea to make, right? A lot of people get into private equity or uh, invest in deals they don't fully understand or know uh, just because the other cool kids did it. And just like you would tell your teenage kid, that's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea for you too if you if you got a million dollars and you don't know what you're doing. Uh, and, and by the way, you don't have to. Like, there's a you can go from a million to a hundred million without ever touching any of that fancy stuff. And as a matter of fact, I think most folks should, right? Because I think most people don't make money in that stuff. The people that make the most money in that kind of stuff are the 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 fund uh, the fund owners. And that's not like a fund owners. I'm just saying there's a smaller percentage of people that you think that are actually making money in that space um, consistently. And if you don't understand it, then you're probably you're almost certainly not going to be. Um, uh, that person, you know, I go into the greed, right? Fearing what other people have. That's when you begin to, uh, or from my perception of what I've seen, people begin to say, oh, okay, I got to have a yacht. You know, I have to do this. I have to join this club. I got to do this club. And you begin to uh, suck money out of your lifestyle that could have led to you building more wealth. Now, don't misunderstand me. Like, enjoy your money, enjoy your wealth, uh, like, spend your money. I'm just saying, do do it in a way that, do what you want to do. Don't do it because somebody else wants you to do it, because that's when you get to the trap. You know, I talked about pride. Um, that kind of ties into the first one where you begin to say, I have to do all these fancy investment strategies that other people are doing. You know, some of some of my favorite um, people to, to, to just study is Greg Popovich, the the longtime head coach of the Spurs, uh, who, you know, a lot of the uh, NBA coaches that have great systems like Steve Kerr, and you can list a whole bunch of them. I'm pretty sure the Celtics coach as well um, that build great systems. Uh, they all learn from Pop. You know, Nick Saban, uh, most of the, <laughs> you know, most of the NCAA good coaches came from, uh, you know, learn from Saban and his process, right? Warren Buffett, right? All those three have in common is in their process they have no ego right it's a super boring basic non-sexy process that works right they grind it out they do it over and over again consistently and it looks like magic you know versus um you know it, it, it's the equivalent is 
equivalent of they don't care to be the cool kids. Now, they are the cool kids, but they don't care to be the cool kids because they're going to do what's right to them around their center of gravity versus being pushed and pulled around by the new idea du jour and what's cool and sexy and what people, other people say you should do. Now, uh, I'm, I, I had to run this scenario from, you know, for a client that I have that was uh, experiencing some uh, emotional volatility because of, you know, hanging around billionaires, people worth $100 billion and seeing what they were doing and feeling like uh, he was not doing enough um, with his money, which is, you know, uh, greed. And that's not a good energy to hold on to. And so I just said, hey, look, let's say you got to, you know, and this is t- typical for like a lot of 30, 40 year old folks that I know with a million dollars liquid, you know, which is a lot of, you know, these folks that are embracing the, the new reality um, that, that I'm around. But let's say, you know, so I said, hey, you got a million dollars. You can add 50 grand a year uh, to it, which is perfectly doable. Um, let's say a growth of 10% a year over 25 years. Um, that's $15 million, which $15 million can throw off something like 750 grand a year, you know, for the rest of that person's life, you know, assuming a relatively, uh, um, low withdrawal rate of of 5%, right? So what's, what's, what's the point? The, the, you know, my, my point in that deal was that's a 10% a year is just a boring portfolio of diversified stocks, right? Um, if you if you want to potentially increase that number, you tilt it more towards innovative stuff. You add some crypto, right? You can potentially raise that number. But if it's, if it's just a boring ten percent a year portfolio, and they just add money to it, they're going to be fabulously rich. Um, and that's not even like that's not even trying. And and because the question becomes, um, like, well, be- before I go there, like I'm I'm always talking about. The, the mindset is like, don't be a competitor. Like don't come, don't compete in life with other people because we all were created for our own unique purpose and our own unique life. I call it, you know, be a creator. So I talk to my kids about be a creator, not a competitor. Cause if you're, if you know, if, if you're competing, you're trying to do something that somebody else is doing in life. You're trying to uh, be a different version of something else you've seen or something else you've witnessed versus if you're a creator you got your own lane and everything you, 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 if you have your own lane, then you are number one because you're the only one in your own lane, right? Um, and that's what I, you know, talk to people about when designing their lifestyle. Like, it, you know, I, I have this sheet for me and my wife and I'm going to end on this and this goes to, uh, you know, people with financial goals. I think what's important is not whether you're worth $100 million, $25 million, you know, I'm talking like liquid or, or if you have a billion or or whatever, like even if it's not liquid in real estate, the point is like forget about the numbers of how much like you're worth because that, that only appeases ego for the vast majority of people. The question is, uh, and, and you keep revisiting this because it's not a, it's, it's different ways to do it is like what is the lifestyle that I want to build, right? And there's a sheet that I said, I said, okay, you know, here's here's how much money that we need on a monthly basis to just live a comfortable life that we want we want to do. And then and then you kinda of add on, okay, if we were to travel, you know, X amount of days a year, you know, what will we spend uh, for travel to be like super comfortable, not worry about anything? You can calculate that. Right? Like literally calculate the life that you want and then figure out, all right, how much income, you know, do we need to live that lifestyle? 
And 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 here's the catch: like a lot of times, that's going to be like a a big or a small number. Sometimes my like for when we did it, it was more than the money we make like right now, um, which is fine because the the goal is not to save enough money to reach that goal. The goal is all right now. How do I, you know, how do I? Uh, let me backtrack. You do want to save enough money to live that lifestyle at some point in the future. But 25 years from now is a long time, right? And when you build this lifestyle, you can do that. That's that's the easy part. But the most impactful part is if you if, if you do the math and you say, okay, we need $500,000 a year. We're just making up a number to live that lifestyle. Then you begin to say, all right, what careers, what options, what can I do now to free up my time? To do what I want in lifestyle and still make that money, right? And that's and that's the fun part where you begin to, uh, you know, most of my clients who have a million look what they own a business. So so you begin to say, you know, uh, or they're a key executive. You begin to say, all right, how do I want to structure my life, my world? Like, how do I want to invest my money to free up my time, right? Do I want to hire a, a executive assistant, a, a, a concierge assistant? You know, do I want to hire these executives on my team to free up my time to just manage the system, right? You begin to think because creating that income that you need to live the lifestyle you want is a lot easier than just saving for it, right? You want to save for it. You want to invest for it. But to for, I, would, I would go out on a limb and say for... A hundred percent of the people that do this, if they were to sit with me and do this exercise with me and, and we talk about the lifestyle they want, not what they uh, lust after from somebody else, the lifestyle they want to live, it's not going to require a billion dollars. It's not going to require even a hundred million dollars. It's not going to require that much money um, to do. And that should be the goal. I'm not, you know, if you end up being worth a billion dollars, fine. But I'm just saying like, Run your own race. Be a creator, not a competitor. And that is the that will put you in the best mind frame to manage $1 million liquid and will uh, keep you from feeling the need to uh, succumb to fear, greed, and pride, which is how you blow up your wealth over time. Enjoy your week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.